Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Boo! Happy Halloween. I'm Dan Day. Not really dressed up today, although I am wearing a Hunter S. Thompson shirt from the movie Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. Love Hunter S. Thompson. I'm also full of candy. Very, very full of candy. Of course, trick or treat. Smell my feet. Give me something good to eat. We got some goods on the way from the Joe Rose Show. They're talking with KJ Osborne. Dan Lebitard Show talking about the fight last night. And since it is Halloween, I'm going to give out some candy from Hockman and Crowder. But right now, giving out some headlines for you to feast on. FSU and Alabama have agreed to a home-and-home in 2025 and 26. Canes take on the Knolls this Saturday at 3.30. Tonight in the NFL, the 49ers do battle with the Cardinals, while in college, it's Georgia Southern versus Appalachian State, and West Virginia takes on Baylor both at 8. The Nationals are World Series champions, winning Game 7 last night against Houston 6-2. Rashad Jones has returned to Dolphins practice, but no word on whether or not he will play this Sunday against the Jets at 1. Heat coach Eric Spolstra dressed up as Elton John for Halloween today. Tomorrow, Miami is in Atlanta to take on the Hawks at 7. The Panthers down the Avalanche in overtime last night 4-3. Florida plays the Red Wings Saturday 7 o'clock at the BB&T. Toronto defeated Atlanta United 2-1 last night to advance to the MLS Cup against Seattle. Inter-Miami FC joins the league in March. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. (sighs) A man riding a New York City train recently sighted and reported a suspicious package. What was in the package? A machine used to report suspicious packages. Security cameras recently caught a man sporting a It's Not a Crime Unless You Get Caught t-shirt robbing a St. Louis laundromat. Tomorrow, he'll wear a shirt saying... You're not a criminal until you're arrested. Doctors in Australia removed a balloon filled with marijuana from a man's nose. The patient said he had put the balloon in his nose 18 years ago while in prison to avoid its detection. Whatever happened to the days of smuggling drugs up your butt? Now on to weather, brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, partly cloudy with temperatures around 80. Visit Hylia Park Casino every Saturday and win your share of $10,000 in giveaways. Drawings all day long and it's free to enter. Visit HyliaPark.com for more details. This morning, the Joe Rose Show, they had some sweet content like talking to the man of the hour, at least when it comes to college football in MIA, K.J. Osborne. They talked about the big catch, being a leader. Moving from Buffalo to Miami, the difference between Nikosi Perry and Jaron Williams, plus the Miami-FSU rivalry. KJ, man, uh, thanks for getting up early. Man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We find out Jaron Williams is going to be the starting quarterback who you just connected with on the game winner. Uh, Talk about that. You played a long time in Buffalo and now with Miami. That's got to rank right up there. 
with that touchdown at the end of the game. You make a catch on the post pattern, bounce off a guy and get in the end zone for the winner. What was that like? We talked about, you know, you know, making big plays, you know, at the end of the games um, in the red zone. So for me to be able to do that for my team, uh, with I think like a minute left or 59 seconds left, been a hard fall game. Again, for me to make that play for my team, uh, I, was, I was really excited. Um, so that, like you said, that, that ranks right up there. So many games like like that one this year and I think some Canes fans are going they they took the lead on you and everybody's going oh no here we go again a late loss in a tight game that you could have won was that in the right. back of your mind at all, like, oh, no, not another one of these? Uh, not really. I mean, but we, we knew, you know, uh, you know, the, from what I learned in the, you know, the Coastal, you know, every game's going to be tight. Uh, that's how it is in the ACC. Uh, so we knew, you know, it's going to be a hard-fought battle all the way down to the four quarters. But, you know, the thing with us is we just got to finish. Um, and that's, you know, finishing drives, finishing drives in the red zone, uh, you know, winning points off turnovers. You know, our, our defense was uh, came up great with a couple of turnovers. So we just had to finish, and uh, things went our way, and we were able to do that. KJ, uh, Manny Diaz talks a lot about the fact he praises your worth, work ethic a lot, what you are, you're working out or in the locker room, whatever it is. Uh, are you kind of okay being like the elder statesman in that wide receiver room, even though you haven't been here for a couple of years? You're kind of, per Manny Diaz, kind of the leader in that wide receiver room. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely comfortable with it. Um, you know, these guys, you know, our receiver room, you know, they're so talented and they're, they're young guys. You know, we got some got redshirt sophomore, we got some true freshmen, some some uh, Mike Harley, the junior. Um, you know, these guys, especially, you know, guys like Pope and D. Wiggins, you know, they got three years left of their college career. Um, so for me to be able, uh, you know, older guy with some more experience to be able to come in, you know, and help not, not only teach these guys, but learn from these guys and, you know, uh, show them things that I've done uh, in my career, you know, to help them. It's, it's, it's really, it's a blessing to, to be here, you know, uh, to be in this position. How's Jeff Thomas doing? Got all that talent, all that speed. I know, you know, he listened to you. You said that you guys are, are pretty close. How's he doing? I, I think he's expected back this week. He's just got so much talent. Just how does a guy need to just, can you help him put it all together? Yeah, Jeff is, Jeff is doing good. You know, that's my roommate. Uh, we spoke. Um, I, I think he's in a good place. Uh, I mean, yesterday at practice, you know, he was he was the, the Jeff Thomas that he is. Um, you know, running. You know, when, when Jeff makes some moves or when you see when you see him running, you know, people are like, ooh, or you know, he made a crazy one-handed catch yesterday. Um, so we're excited to have him back, and you know, I can't wait to you know see uh, him put his talents on display this weekend. KJ, you ever think uh, when you finished your kind of career at Buffalo that you'd be here in Miami in Coral Gables playing for the Hurricanes <laughs> team? I mean, it's kind of a crazy story, obviously, with the transfer portal and graduate transfers and all that. You know, you see guys move all the time but could you have pictured yourself right after that last game at buffalo playing in a hurricanes uniform uh for this hurricanes football team right not not at all not at all um you know like after my bowl game you know i still you know wasn't sure if i was going to transfer or not came into the portal originally i was thinking you know like maybe more like a, a syracuse or west virginia or you know that type of school but then you know after talking to some people I think it was a, it was a better idea for me to go to you know like a, a big time you know brand name school and I feel like Miami was perfect still to this day you know sometimes I look around and when I come to the locker room I'm like you know wow you know I'm really at the, the University of Miami and I, it's not it's you know oftentimes I do uh, I, I really do take it in and you know just cherish the moment and be happy. KJ you talked uh, a little bit about the other wide receivers how do we get those guys going with big plays. You made one of those plays by breaking a tackle, a nice catch on that post, but get more out of the guys we just mentioned, Wiggins, Pope, Thomas, where they become more consistent. Is it route running? Is it we just haven't had a lot of big plays, and, and it just seems to be you with the big stats and, and not much from the other group? 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't think it's anything um, as far as like a skill set or anything. You know, our, our coaches are on us um, we, to, to be very detailed, you know, and those guys, you know, they have all the talent in the world, you know. Um, I mean, Wiggins is, is, is blazing fast. Mark Pope and his quickness, uh, Mike Harley. You know, I, I think it just it just comes with time. Like I said, those are young guys. You know, they're, they're very talented. It comes with, you know, experience and being comfortable out there and also, you know, confidence. Um, when, you, when you're able to make those catches, you know, like, like Mark Pope, you've seen him uh, early in the season, I guess, against Bethune and he's seen him catch a touchdown I think against uh was it Virginia Tech or something like that or Virginia. You know, it just comes with confidence. You know, D Wiggins caught a post um the other week. Uh again, I think I feel like it just comes with, with, with confidence and uh and their guys, you know, their time is gonna come back to them. You know, just just stay patient. Like I said, they're they're young guys. Uh but I think they're definitely gonna gonna come around the corner when they do I'm telling you, the, the, the world should watch out because them boys are talented. What's the biggest difference right now between Nikosi Perry and Jaron Williams for you? Uh, for me, um, the only difference I, I could see like, is maybe like, uh, you know, when they get out the pocket, and you know, how, um, like the difference, you know, Kosey has a really big arm, so, you know, he'll, Kosey will throw it deep. Jaron, you know, he'll, you know, he'll get to his check down and get to his reads and, and things like that. I would just say, like, just like I guess maybe speed-wise, you know, when, they, when they're when getting out the pocket or something like that. But other than that, I mean, everything is really the same. Um, they're both very accurate. Um, they're both leaders in the huddle. Whoever, Whichever quarterback is in, I, you know, uh, we're making sure we're communicating on the sideline, communicating in the huddle uh, to see, you know, what's going on out there on the field. So um, it's not it's not much difference, I guess, in terms of, like, you know, one-on-one. Yeah, well, they're, they're both very smart because they both throw to you. No matter, no matter, no matter who's playing, they're throwing to you. Like, I ain't a dumbass, man. I'm gonna throw the guy. Help me out here, man. Uh, K- KJ, uh, it's Florida State week. I know that you came down here to the big time school in the University of Miami. This is a passionate week uh, for Canes fans, right. for Florida State fans as well. Uh, I- I'm assuming preparing for this week like it's any other week, but it's got to have a little extra special juice on it because it's Florida State. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm so excited to be a part of this rivalry. You know, all week during practice, we've been playing that war. And you know, um, it's, it's been getting my juices going. Can't wait to, to, to see that um, that energy, you know, on Saturday. But you know, and, and everything, uh, you know, like you said, the, the speed of the game is going to be fast. Um, you know, emotions and adrenaline is going to be pumping. So I'm excited for it. Uh, has Coach mentioned anything about social media? A lot, a lot of Florida State guys and Miami guys went to school or played against each other in high school in the state. Right. Uh, as he told you guys to, to slow down on the trash talking, or have you seen some pretty good stuff? Uh, I've seen something from them. I haven't seen anything from us, though. You know, uh, Who's the guy know, talking? Who's be- the guy talking to Florida State right now, if, if you don't mind? Can you share it with us a little bit? <laughs> the only thing I've seen was, uh, I think, a quote from DJ Matthews talking about, I guess somebody asked him, uh, what do you think about the, the – Miami secondary, and he said nothing. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was really it. But um, I mean, we're not really going going to get into all that. Um, that's one of the things our coach was talking about. You know, we want to we want to show what we can do on the field. So we're not really you know about much of the, the talking, but um, we're just ready to play football. Well, welcome to the start of a, a legacy for someone who makes a big play in this game this weekend. Plenty right, of big right. name guys have made big plays in this series over the years, and <coughs> plenty from wide rights and wide lefts to big catches, comebacks right. even by a quarterback on your team right now it's an interesting week and it's always a very passionate week and by the way whatever audio they're playing of the tomahawk chop it is nothing like being in that stadium when the entire stadium is right. doing it. <laughs> whatever however loud they're pumping it on the in the practice facility it's nothing like it right. it's a bunch of arms <laughs> that's right hey kj thanks for joining us this morning man we appreciate it you're always great Kane's going to beat down that. Whoa! 3.30 is kickoff on Saturday. The pregame, the postgame, the whole game, right here. 5.60 to Joe WQAM for Miami versus 
Whoa! Up next, Dan Lebetard. Fight, fight, fight! Keep it tuned to the best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day. Please follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Not going to be doing Halloween music like so many other shows are doing. You're getting enough Halloween in your life. Or maybe if you're not getting enough, you can go somewhere to get it because I want to say happy birthday to my man, Ad Rock from the Beastie Boys. It's Sabotage! Ad Rock, Adam Horowitz, 53 years old. This is my type of Halloween right here. That's a treat. We got some tricks and treats on the way from the Hawkman and Crowder show, but first, we're going to listen in on the Dan Levitard show. They were talking about the fight. Bryn Forbes, the Heat's young core, they applaud Pat Riley. And uh, could there be some more Miami future trades? But not for the Dolphins, maybe for the Heat. Uh, Izzy, was that a fight? That wasn't a fight. That was a tussle, it, right? There was, there was no fighting there. No mm. one. There were no punches exchanged. We might have to bring in the, the shipping container for the definition of this. I'm not 100% sure because what I saw was tree-like humans getting entangled with each other and then falling to the floor. And this is just weeks after Joel Embiid said he is focused on winning a title and the MVP and will not be talking Right. Trash. No more <laughs> trash talking. No more <laughs> trash talking. But he says after this one, I like to get in people's heads. So that's not trash talking, I guess. It's just, what is that? Psychiatric talk? What is it? Psychological? Mind talk? games. Mind games. Psychological warfare. Thank you, Michael. Michael, was that a fight or no? I mean, there was no fighting there, right? That was a kerfuffle. I, okay. I, I think I think Ben Simmons comes out looking the best, and uh, I think, uh, yeah, they're, they're sort of denying the motion that he was a peacemaker in there because of the rear naked choke. It, right. it looks it looks spectacular just because it's not something that we're used to, two seven-footers falling to the ground attempting to hit each other or wrap their arms around each other. I'm not exactly sure. It looked a lot worse than it was, especially when you go frame by frame. They're still pretty hyped up about it as if they accomplished anything. Funny line from Network where he said on Twitter, he said, uh, interesting how Ben Simmons did the chokehold with his right hand. But also, <laughs> I thought the funniest part about uh, about this whole fight was this quote-unquote fight with Joel Embiid doing the boxing punching thing afterward as if he was like getting ready. No, man, there were no punches thrown, not even a single punch thrown, and you didn't offer your fists. So, that's not really consistent with what happened, man. One of the interesting layers to all of this is how like the ghost of Jimmy Butler hangs over the entire fight between these two franchises and those mm. two guys specifically. Joel Embiid still holds Jimmy Butler in very high regard and even tagged him on social media as they both sort of took like their weird victory Jimmy. laps over what happened last night. I didn't really understand that, but Joel Embiid alluded to some of the dirt that he has on Carl Anthony Towns, and it's easy to assume that he's heard stuff from Jimmy Butler. What could possibly be out there about Carl Anthony Towns? The guy puts up 30 and 15 every game. Like, what are they saying? He might miss a practice every once in a while? Is that it? Because I don't even know. I think they're saying he's soft, is he? I mean, I think they just... They feel like he's soft. Okay, that's a, but that's a, that's a soft stat line that looks hard as you know what. <laughs> like right. this guy, this guy puts up, puts up great numbers. 
And by the end of the season, whether they're good or bad uh, as a team, his numbers are going to look like MVP numbers if he's healthy. Since we're on the NBA right now and Jimmy Butler, uh, Mike and Mike's a big Heat fan, and the Heat are off to a three and one start here. Uh, mm. Mike, what'd you think of Jimmy Butler first start there with the Heat? He looked pretty good. I mean, this team looks really, really good, Mike. Yeah, he came out pretty hot, and they didn't really need him to do much. Because it was game. a Tyler Tuesday. Yeah, it was a Tyler yes. Tuesday. Tyler Hero with a Heat rookie record off the bench, twenty nine points. The Heat have two very good looking rookies. One of them being 24 years old in Kendrick Nunn. Two really viable candidates for Rookie of the Year. We talked about that on the local hour yesterday. Whoa. The uh, the win at Milwaukee, specifically without Jimmy Butler, was really impressive to come back from 20 down. Although on. that seems to be kind of their thing now because they yeah. get to the Boston Celtics lost yeah, at right. home. Did you see those two? Did you see those two air balls Giannis had at the free throw line yeah, yesterday? Back to back air balls at the free throw line. He was supposedly working on his shooting. Not supposedly. There's video Definitely. out there. He was working on his shooting everyone knew uh the holes in his game and he seems to be really struggling from his the field shooting, i feel like if he was a spur his shooting would be fixed by now because it you watch it and it's so obvious uh there are things that can be fixed just norm, normal mechanics and he doesn't seem like he's shy about it he's not like a ben simmons who doesn't want to shoot I feel like a great shooting coach could fix him. Yeah, but Budenholzer came from the Spurs, and he's reputed to be but a really good coach. he doesn't have their coach, though, uh, whose name escapes me at the moment. But, what, uh, a shooting coach? Yeah. I mean, that guy seems to be pretty valuable. Seems like, I mean, he can turn... I didn't realize there was a shooting coach who was better than all the other shooting coaches out there. I mean, he's turned some people into some... Bryn Forbes is all of a sudden knocked down. Like, he's done right. some great things over there. And I'm telling you, I think with the right coach, Giannis's shooting woes... I mean, can be fixed pretty quickly. And with a resume like Bryn Forbes, I who mean, can deny his bonus? Look at his numbers last year, exactly. Mikey. Uh, he was good. I had him on my fantasy team, Mike. I did. I no, it's just you, you have impressed me. Bryn Forbes was your list. Hey, let me take this mask off and look up some other people, and then I will give you an impressive list. Think, but that's out of nowhere, right? If you look at Bryn Forbes, well, actually, you know what? Never mind. I need to look up those numbers. Just that, no, the name is out of nowhere. Bryn Forbes. Do you want me to look up Forbes? Is that what you want me to do? I don't want any. I don't want to talk about Bryn Forbes ever again if we can avoid it because I've never spoken about beforehand and, and i'm with you mike i'm mean, totally with you like is he two minutes uh what i am amazed about <laughs> is what i am amazed about now stay here because i need you okay uh, <laughs> no i'm gone i'm out of here sorry you you get back here nope he's huffing we'll and use puffing. it for a segment where i don't need you like a baseball segment okay you're you on your own me, but i'm definitely leaving after i entangle myself from these headphones all right two minutes i can talk to mike about the heat what amazes me about pat riley and this heat team is we all know how Riley likes to rebuild teams, and he'll go, you know, he likes to get big names, big-time free agents. Uh, Mike, he has stumbled upon something here where he did. He got Jimmy Butler. That's the big-time free agent he went and got in the offseason, and a lot of people laughed at that, saying, hey, if Jimmy Butler's your best player, your team's not going to be very good. He got rid of Whiteside. I think what people discounted with this Heat team is how good a couple of uh, players would be. Uh, none, as you mentioned. Um Adebayo, who's been fantastic. I don't think people realize he'd be this good this quickly. 17 points, 10 rebounds, 2 steals, 3 blocks uh, against the Hawks the other night. Uh, Justice Winslow has been very good. And now you have a scenario where Tyler Hero, who was starting because Jimmy Butler uh, was off the first couple of games, he now comes off the bench. He gave you 29 points. And Goran Dragic is a guy who's now coming off the bench and not starting and relied on to be the number one guy on this team. And so, Mike, all of a sudden, Pat Riley has re rebuilt this team to where I think a lot of people feel like that he could be 
a top four seed in the East. That's incredible. It's an incredible job by Riley and Spolstra. It's a fantastic job, and it's not like Pat Riley wasn't trying to get in the in the game for some of these big names. Post LeBron, he was able to get Goran Dragic, but he depleted a lot of the assets in making that deal. He didn't really have many assets when because of the sign and trade deals. A lot of people think that it was just signing LeBron James and Chris Bosh. That wasn't the case. They actually gave up quite a bit to get those players. Yeah. So they were trying to get in all these trade discussions, but they were getting outdone in negotiations by teams that actually had young stars and favorable contracts to attach to these deals. And in one offseason, Justice Winslow wasn't really looked at as a player that could be a centerpiece of a deal. He's grown within his game. Bam Adebayo has taken big strides. As you've mentioned, he's looking like a guy that could be the centerpiece of one of these uh, disgruntled superstar trades. And Kendrick Nunn, out of nowhere, 24 years old. I think he's like the team's leading scorer right now. Unbelievable start to his rookie campaign. And Tyler Hero with a Heat rookie record of 29 off the bench. The team has finally gotten young assets for inevitably when Pat Riley sees a big name star that's out there. Don't get too attached because one or more than one of these guys are going to be on the move because that's just how Pat Riley gets down. I can't believe I had to sit out two minutes during Miami Heat talk. Bleep yep. you, Stu. Sorry. I mean, listen, it's your... It's, you know what? Don't bleep me. Bleep you for bringing up four. Bryn Ford, you know what? I'm taking the mask off. I'm sorry for what my hair looks like underneath everyone. You look fantastic. You did that on purpose. I did what? Yeah, you look you look fantastic. God, even I mean, after you've worn a mask for an hour and your hair still looks better than I can put the headphones on now. Wait, Mike, I'm interested here. Do you want them to to trade some of these young assets for for a superstar, or do you want them to hold on to all of them? Because... I think they're gonna they're gonna scope the landscape, see who's out there. Remember, a lot of these superstars that might have been available are extending, and it might have something to do with a Daryl Morey tweet because there might be less money available in the free agent market, and they're getting good advice from their agents saying, hey, you sacrifice a lot more now if you test the market. So it'll be interesting to see. Look, they're 3-1. and one. Jimmy Butler's only played one game. They're looking pretty good this season. I, if I'm them, I ride it out till midseason and see exactly how close my team is. You're, you're going to have head-to-head matchups against the Sixers. You've already had one against the Bucks and you get to get to see how you measure up. 2005 all over again. You willing to give up Karam Butler, Lamar Odom, and Brian Grant for Shaq? I mean, we're, we're, I mean, I mean, you know, that's that's version. the deal. I, I don't know if anyone yet that we've mentioned is to the level of Karam Butler and how he was considered. Or Lamar Odom that year. Yeah, or or Lamar Odom as far as you've traded. But Karan Butler was the attractive young piece. We knew what Lamar Odom was. Who are the realistic guys of, I, of I big names he could get for a couple? Pieces? I don't know. In a post Maury world, it's really it's really Kevin Love might be ah. is a name that's been out there. Ah. I'm not exactly sure if there is a name available just yet. You got one, Izzy? Brent Forbes. Oh, come on. I love Dan Lebitor and the guys talking Heat basketball. The only thing I love more. Actual Heat basketball. They're going to be tipping off in Atlanta in about 30 minutes from now at 7 o'clock. Apparently Justice Winslow not playing tonight, but the rest of the cast, they know what they're doing. They're going to get it done in the ATL. Miami Heat, remember, about 30 minutes from now, tipping off at 7 o'clock. Up next, going to tip off some Hawk and Crowder, maybe even get their executive producer Alejandro Solana in here. He is in full costume. Like I said, maybe. The costume might be too much. Keep it tuned. This is the Best of the Joe Show. It is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day. Happy Halloween, but not playing any Halloween music because we've got more important matters. One of Miami's native sons has a birthday, and you're listening to him. That's right, Rob Van Winkle. 
Mr. Vanilla Ice. Today, just 52 years young. The dude does it all. He's from right here in MIA. Maybe he's driving around in his 5.0 A1A listening to this. Happy birthday if you are listening, Vanilla Ice. I'm not a total humbug, though. Bah! I love Halloween. I didn't dress up that much. But someone who did is the award-winning executive producer of the Hawk and Crowder Show. Of the four of us that work on the show, you are the only award winner. Please explain to the listeners how that happened. That's a factual statement. I am the only award winner, at least on Halloween. Uh, Hawk likes to take shots at me. If you you uh, listen to the Hawk and Crowder show, he likes to take shots at me, Dan Day. You, you could definitely chime in here and, and say it, that I'm not funny. He doesn't think... I'm funny, and that's fair. You know, we can all have our opinions. And Mark Hockmick, sports comic, uh, he's he's known for being a very funny radio personality. So obviously, what he says holds some weight. But I just got to be honest. Like today, I was awarded a prize as the funniest Halloween costume. So I mean, he can keep saying I'm not funny, but I think all the evidence points in the contrary. I gotta say, I have a smile on my face as I look at you right now as we do a very serious radio segment. Tell everybody what you're dressed like. I'm wearing a granny wolf, or as I like to say, a uh, lobo abuelita. Abuelita lobo is probably what I should have said. Costume. And I'm wearing a dress. I look great in this dress, by the way. Like, I mean, just absolutely amazing in this dress. It's a nice little flower dress. I, I knitted it. Is that how you say it? I knitted it myself. You knit it? I knit it myself. And uh, I'm wearing a little wolf hat as well. I got to see, as you have the wolf wrap around on your head the granny dress you've even got some slippers on yeah my chancletas there's a smile on my countenance i am absolutely just flabbergasted i am smiling i am feeling good inside and you won for funniest or silliest costume i won funniest halloween costume today which means i'm the funniest person in the radio i think i think that's what that means that I'm the funniest person in the radio station today. It means either everyone was laughing with you or they were laughing at you. They were laughing with me, trust me. Okay. Trust me. Real quick, we're going to get into the segment. Of course, we're going to talk about your costume with Huckman and Crowder, but also got some fight last night, big fight last night. Uh, Not in the ring. It was on the basketball court. You had some nice things to say about it. Real quick. Uh, Not nice things. Everybody wants to crown Joel Embiid with the way he walked off the court. And, like, what did Joel Embiid do? He got locked up in a headlock by the softest player. And you'll hear me say this to ever play in the NBA, Carl Anthony Towns. Goodness. Yeah, I mean, everybody's trying to crown Joel Embiid. Like, oh, he's so tough. How funny. Like, okay, yeah, it was funny on social media after the fight. But what really happened? He got locked up by Carl Anthony Towns and needed the Aussie to come save him. I was going to say, toughest guy on the court, LSU. Well, I'm not going to say LSU grad because he only went one semester and barely at that. LSU's Ben Simmons was in there locking people up, throwing people around, telling people to be calm and quiet. Dude's tough. That's who deserves the credit, Ben He's Simmons. keeping up with the Kardashians, bro. Hey, he kind of is. You're going to the game tonight. Prediction score. Well, it's, it's on the road, so I'm not going to the game, but oh. it is coming up at 7 p.m. Well, you're and, going to watch uh, it. I got to work. So. Yeah, no Trey Young. No Trey Young tonight for the Hawks. And I think Justice Winslow's out, but no Trey Young means the Hawks. Just terrible team without Trey Young. So I think the Heat will improve to 4-1 and one on the season. Yeah, I'll give them 110 to 98. How about that? Okay. I'm down with it's that. In. Question is Is Solana funny? Survey says. There was some wild action in the NBA last night. Oh, I love that. This Joel Embiid, man, he is, and he's got no fears about not just battling on the court, 
He's got no fears taking it to social media, which, remember, he was uh, he was battling with Hassan Whiteside yeah, on social yeah, media a couple yeah. seasons ago. But, I mean, he tore up Cat, as he liked to spell it with a C. Because he he he, he recognized Pi, and he can attack Pi. He would never do that to Kevin Garnett. He wouldn't try. Well, Kevin Garnett was known as a guy, right, that would attack Pi. That's what I was, yeah, like, that's it. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, Joel will really slap somebody. Carl Anthony Towns is a pleasant human. Like, it was, it was a weird fight. Like, like you don't see something like that escalate in the NBA that quickly, that early in the season. And then for Embiid to take it to social media, like, there's a... Uh, there's a lot of play there. And by the way, in the NBA last night, too, Steph Curry breaks his hand. I mean, that Golden mm. State Warriors, boy, if you bet the under on season wins, just thinking that they were over uh, overranked as it was, I mean, you are laughing all the way to the bank. Why don't we laugh to the bank like that sometimes? <laughs> I don't do. I don't like doing Gambling the season-long man. futures because it <laughs> ra- wraps up your money for too long. But, uh, yeah, do you like that Embiid fight? Do you like Joel Embiid, Solana? I mean, I get his thing, right? Like, the funny big man and, and yes, Yesterday, the fight was awesome, but I will say, I don't know if you saw his departure from the court. Did any of you see that? I oh, did wait, not. Was, it was awesome. He was waving. But, he but, was amping uh, the awesome. crowd up. Hold on a second, okay? Let's be honest what really happened last night. He got locked up in a headlock by the softest dude to mm-hmm. ever suit up on an NBA team, ever. Carl Anthony Towns. He got locked up in a headlock, didn't throw a punch, and needed an Aussie to come Defend him and get him in Boy, a headlock. Ben Simmons, oh. man, had a chokehold. What ben, 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 didn't, ben didn't get the email that this is an NBA fight. Like, this isn't a real street fight. He, he was choking people to death. He had a chokehold work in there. I thought Cat was going to tap. What did him? He did tap, actually. Like, there's little yeah, video. Did he really? Yeah, he slapped, oh he slapped, my God, the, he slapped the wood. <laughs> what did he do? What this? happened last night? What, what what transpired for all that to happen? They I were just, going back and forth just, for, for a, a little bit. Just yapping at each other? Yeah. No, the, the extracurriculars, the the rebound bounces somewhere else and they throw the little extra elbow. It was going on. They went and played it this morning like back and forth. Every time they were around each other they were doing the extra pushing and then it started to fight. I loved it. Man, it was... Uh, but you can tell by guys' dispositions. It has nothing to do with race. has nothing to do with how you raise. has nothing to do with anything. I can look at a guy and see if he wants to fight or not. But but even like a Carl Anthony Towns, even if you say that he's pie, that pie. doesn't mean that if a fight breaks out, he's not going to start choking somebody or... No, or, no, or no. Ju- I mean, it doesn't... Even his like, fighting technique. Whenever you go for the, for the, for the headlock, that means you're just trying to slow the fight down. Well, very rarely in the NBA are you going to see real haymakers throw. I saw Kobe get hit in the jaw. Very rarely, though, are you going to see haymakers. Real dudes. I mean. Real dudes. Our test. Our (laughs) test is crazy. Crazy dudes. I'm telling you, man. Name any guy in the NBA. And I can tell you if he wants to fight or not. LeBron doesn't want to fight. LeBron is a LeBron's a pie. LeBron in a fight on the court. LeBron's a Hall of Famer. In a fight, LeBron's pie. Patrick Beverly. He wants to he, fight. He wants he to wants fight to at fight. all times. James Harden pie. Russell Westbrook would slap anybody. Right. He'll like, fight. I will tell you. Go through the entire NBA. I can tell you as soon as you say their name if they want to fight or not. But what did it be like? I, I don't get why people. I get the, the social media stuff. It was hilarious. That's awesome. But. Carl Anthony Towns is the one who went after Embiid. Embiid didn't throw a punch. Embiid got locked up in a headlock, got taken down, and then he needed Ben Simmons to come bail him out. Like, what did he do? It's, I, I'm going to tell you, it's a trick, too. I use this trick, too. Don't tell too many people, okay? When you're about to fight, if you're the emotional guy that's <sighs> breathing hard and all upset, you've lost the fight already if we fight. But are you saying that's Embiid? That, no, no, that was Carl Anthony Towns. Like, he's all upset. He's still Guys are still holding it back. As soon as they broke up, Embiid was smiling. He was looking at the crowd, amping them up. Like, I've, I've done this before. When a guy talks trash back in my fighting days, I'd be like, hold on, let me tie my shoes. We're going to fight? 
okay, two seconds. Give me a second. Let me tie my shoes and we'll fight. Like that calm makes people worried. Like, oh, this dude knows what the hell's going on. That's what happened. The guy that doesn't fight gets all in his emotions about a fight. We've talked to Randy McMichael about it. I actually heard, what was that? It was a story about Ike Taylor and Antonio Brown when they fought at practice and they ate lunch together. Like, that's the guy that wants to fight. It's not all emotion and all this stuff attached to a fight. It's just two men whooping each other's ass, and then you go on with your life. You like Joel Embiid? Yes. I, I like him. him, too. Oh, I love him. I like him, too. I, I don't have any feeling about Carl Anthony Towns. Like, I, I don't, it doesn't, I mean, I, I've never thought about him. Like, I don't care. No. Joel Embiid, I just like his personality. I yes. like that he seems to be having fun out there. He's, I like guys that have fun doing what they're doing. He's a lesser talented Shaq, and I think he takes on that persona. Right. He's got Shaq's persona. Yes. He absolutely does. A larger-than-life person that kind of eats up being a big guy and, uh, and like, doesn't shy away from that. I don't know. I like Joel Embiid. I like Joel Embiid. Get our uh, headlines here first with Alejandro Solana, who, by the way, won. <laughs> this is this is so Solana. He's dressed. He's dressed as what are you the the big bad wolf? No, I'm a granny wolf. Granny wolf. So it's the the grand. He's got the. He doesn't even know what he's. Dressed he's got the as. grand grandma house it's dress. When the wolf tried to tried to trick right. Little so Red he's got Riding. the house yeah. dress on, but then he's got the wolf hat, and so he's from Little Red Riding Hood. He's the the wolf the big dressed bad wolf. as grandma trying to trick Little Red Riding. So there was a party here at Entercom Miami, and uh, and they had a costume contest. I was not here for it, although I did dress up as a, a bottle of mustard. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, Hawk. Really, <laughs> it's hysterical. I mean, just, it's. Mustard. I mean, oh yeah, radio, and radio comic. Yeah. In case, uh, in case you're <laughs> you're left wondering what it is, it actually says mustard in big block letters yeah. across it, just in case. Because I've walked around this building here. There's a lot of people. I don't know what they are. Jay Fig, who's come on our show before, she's apparently something from the Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, she's Cosmo. Well, I don't know what that is. That's Nobody way beyond does. my uh, I thought years. She was a Burger King. <laughs> yeah, she's got a little crown I over her. Head. She was Burger King. Uh, Dee Dee from uh, Power Nine. She's dressed as, uh, um, well, she looks like Dee Dee to me, yeah. but she's dressed as Pauly D from uh, Jersey Shore. But a lot of people require some explanation, mm-hmm. and uh, and Solana goes to this costume party for Entercom today and texts us with delight. I won funniest costume guess i'm funnier than you guys think i am we've told him he has a bad sense of humor in fact i know that runs in his family because there was a tweet from your brother about a week ago and i responded to it wasn't even tweeting at me i just saw that his brother had tweeted something and i tweeted back at him boy I, I, comedy really is not a part of your family's DNA, oh, is it? Like, it's yeah, it's just, it just doesn't yeah, have it. Yeah, yeah. So Solana has taken today's costume contest as some sort of uh, barometer on who's funny in the building. And I, I don't know how you won by I don't even know how the how the contest was done. How was it done? Did, did someone just pick who the funniest is? Did people write down votes? No, we uh, had to get on stage and uh, our, our little mezzanine plaza downstairs, and there's a stage, and everybody, there's an audience, and you had to walk across the stage and kind of, you know, like play a little role, do something funny. And obviously, I stole the. Sh- I mean, it's just me out there. Stole the I show. stole the show. I stole the show. It's like it's a it's an office costume party. Okay, this excited. is this is Dwight Schrute telling you I stole the show when it you know it's Angela on the uh, party committee and there's a, you know a bowl of punch. There's some Publix bought cupcakes yeah, and and that's and, exactly what's in the kitchen. And Solana is just beside himself with joy. 
way that he has been dubbed somehow funniest person in the building. You see my little ribbon here? You see what it says, Hawk? Funniest costume. Funniest person in the building. I mean, the, so fact, that, right the fact that someone went out and actually bought a ribbon for this contest is funnier than your costume. Like, that to me is funny. That I actually find comedy in that. Someone yeah. here at Entercom Miami went to a store, bought a ribbon for funniest costume, and then they awarded it, and he's actually filled with joy. I, uh, he's if, putting it to the glass. If, like yeah, and you should. Hey, Solana, put him on the glass. Put there you go. Put him on the glass. We should give that to DBJ. Put him, <laughs> I don't put know him on the glass. So anyway, I, I posted a picture of me and Solana and Jay Fig on my Instagram account, which is Radio Mark Hockman. And Solana is uh, what? Alex M. Solana on Twitter? At Alex M. Solana. Alex M. Solana, you could see uh, how uh, like he, he, he takes a shot at me on Twitter. He, <laughs> he's holding the ribbon and he's like, Hockman, very jealous that I was named funniest person in the building. <laughs> Something like that. Whatever works for you, though, man. What, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Give us the headlines, Richard Pryor. Yeah, so uh, I am uh, the funniest person in the building. I just mm-hmm. want to preface that. All is midget. No, that's not true. There's really funny people in this building. Oh, in this room? Me, one of them. I was going to say, in the room? I'm telling you, he's not the tallest midget. He's just, he wasn't named funniest person in the building. He wasn't. And that costume, by the way, isn't that funny. No, at all. It's not at all. Well, now I know you're just both trying to pull my tail. What's so laugh? Yeah, laugh like, yeah, I got funny. you. Come What's so uproariously funny? Ta- what is tail. so uproariously funny about that costume? I look like an abuela. I get, I get it. But what's so uproarious funny, uproariously funny? I look like a mustard. Like, what? what is so uproariously funny <laughs> about it? This is it? so typical of you guys. Like, I mean, it's so typical of you guys. I won an award that dubbed me the funniest person in this building, and then you're just going to try to strip it, it, it away from me. It didn't dub you the funniest person in the building. You're getting it twisted. It honestly it. says funniest Halloween costume. <laughs> Three words are on, on the ribbon. The comedy is in the ribbon. <laughs> the, the, I'm telling you, the funniest thing in this room right now is your ribbon. Your ribbon is inherently funny funnier than your costume and you combined. I get it though. You're you know, you're okay. used to being the funny guy. <laughs> Go ahead, Abuela. You thought you were gonna steal the show with a mustard <laughs> costume. Yeah. Yeah. Give us the headline. Never abuela. seen a condiment costume before. Yeah. Abuela. I am abuela. Go ahead. Give us the headlines. Um the Timberwolves, since we were talking about the fight, are rejecting the game officials' character characterization of Ben Simmons as quote the peacemaker in the fight yesterday. Yeah, he was not a peacemaker. He was choking somebody out. Something I mean Hell out of old Carl. Your now, name's Carl. Eddie. I'd fight any Carl. Come on. Name me Carl. a tough Carl. Carl. His mom was Carl Weathers, though. Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Don't. No don't, Apollo Creed. Don't blaspheme against Carl the, Weathers. The, the guy that gets his arm cut off the first five minutes of Predator. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He's the tough one. Spoiler alert. Um, What, what else you got, Solana? I don't know. We haven't even mentioned it, that his mom was in the stands. Carl Anthony Towns' mom was in the stands and was yelling at Embiid. Yeah, Embiid, uh, I think he uh, tweeted that as well, right? That yeah. his mom yelling at him. The whole thing is just funny. <laughs> Those uh, parents, man. What else you got? Steph Curry has a broken left hand. He will probably miss the rest of the season. Yeah, that is uh, that is a disaster. It is a dumpster fire in Golden State in their new arena. Poor D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> he to take over, man. He, he has his own team. He goes, and by the way, the whole takeover thing, I think Steph Curry might, I don't want to say lucky to break his hand, 
I think he might have been getting exposed as uh, I'm not the guy that an entire team is going to fall behind and I'm going to will them to victory on my outside sharpshooting. Like, we had talked about that before as well. But you know what's genius, though? They're going to get a high pick, and then they get Clay and Steph back. Yeah, no. I mean, they're they're going to go through one bad season, i.e. the Indianapolis Colts. Yep. Right, and and it's going to work out well for them. What else got there, uh, Solano? Speaking of the Warriors, Kevin Durant said his altercation with Draymond Green last November. You guys remember there was like a, a huge on-court, uh, I guess, like conversation that they had, altercation. It was one of many factors that ultimately led him to leave the Warriors. All right. Anything else? Yeah, the Heat play the Hawks tonight. They did beat the Hawks on, what was that, Tuesday. Yeah, but they did. They're in Atlanta tonight. No Trey Young after his injury, but it appears he'll be okay. Him. I jinxed him. I professed <laughs> my love for Trey Young, and he went down in the first five minutes. You can still uh, love him. Though. That boy oh, I love him. Yeah, I love him. I just, uh, yeah, I think I jinxed him because I, I talked so good about him on Tuesday. Anything else, Solana? By the way, that Hawks game, Heat game, is at 7 p.m. And finally tonight, Thursday Night Football, 8.20 p.m. So the undefeated 49ers heading in to the uh, – the new uh, team of Kenyon Drake, the Arizona Cardinals. That's right. There's an over-under on Kenyon Drake rushing yards tonight, which I will get to uh, later on in the program. And let's not forget, it's FSU week and it's Jets week. I mean, we we are stacked. It is a stacked week. Getting back to that Heat-Hawks game over the past two days, I have butchered everything about it. I've said it's been on the wrong day, the wrong time, the wrong location. So when it comes to the Heat against the Hawks, don't listen to a word I have to say, except for this. They'll be tipping off in a few minutes, 7 o'clock, in Atlanta. That's enough. You see why people get aggravated with the media sometimes? Kind of like Baker Mayfield. Listen to this. There was a penalty, so we were negative yardage. So there was a lot of time between snaps. Uh, well, when the penalty happened, then we're behind the chains. No, 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 stop saying but. I just told you the clock was running and we had a penalty. Do you want to give them the ball back? No, you don't play. You don't know it. That's just plain and simple. Was I happy with the drive? No, we didn't score points. It's the dumbest question you could ask. What? Jesus, Tony. That is Baker Mayfield doing his best Joel Embiid to the media. I have that Joel Embiid right now. First of all, I ain't no b- <laughs> I got to hear that again. That's too good. One more time, Joel Embiid. First of all, I ain't no b- Just throwing it out on the table. Hopefully you have a happy Halloween Give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. I'm not in costume, so I won't be posting any pictures of costumes, but I will be putting the day spa up there ah, and all types of other good stuff. Remember, you can download the podcast for this show, for all the shows here on 560 The Joe, wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free, the radio.com app for absolutely free, or for absolutely free, you can go to our website, wqam.com. Get those podcasts so you can rock day and night. It is the nighttime. It is Halloween. Hopefully you are having a good time. I'm getting ready to go out to Dania Beach. I'm going to be hosting Trivia Night over at Historic Dockers. If you can make it out there, come on by. We'll have some brews. We'll have some questions. We'll have some gift cards. And then tomorrow night, right back here on 560 The Joe at 6 o'clock till 7 o'clock, going to be getting you wrapped up with the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. It's Dan Day, and you know what the name of the show is. I'll say it for you one more time here on 560 The Joe. WQAM, it is the best of The Joe Show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.